you're on the right path. Just keep following the path. And Welcome to the Dreaming Out Loud family where young entrepreneurs come to get inspired, learn the tips, tricks, and attitude of what it takes to live their dream life. I'm your host, Morgan Nelson, and each week, I'm going to bring you the most epic guests to share their stories and wisdom to help you expand your mind of what's truly possible in your world. All right, today's guest is a former anesthetic nurse, bikini bikini competitor, an online and fitness coach turned online business mentor, mental health advocate, social media influencer, and a voice for women empowerment. She left her nursing career of seven years to dive into a fitness career. Uh, where she has worked in the supplement industry, opening gyms and coaching coaches to success. After building other people's businesses, she realized that it was time to build her own business, where she has then gone on to build a successful six-figure health and fitness business, innovated a women's health and fitness, sorry, a mental health movement, a podcast, events, and launched a business mentoring people on how to turn their followers into customers out of a financial downturn where she has now tripled her income. She's passionate about helping other people build a life on their own terms, building a purposeful and powerful brand and pursuing their calling in life. So please help me welcome the woman who went from being broke, living on her sister's, living with her sister just two years ago to now building a successful online business, helping so many people really figure out their online brand, Miss Jessica Vera. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bit of a tongue twister, just a mouthful, just a you know mouthful. <laughs> it was 100%. And halfway, halfway through doing that, I'm like, well, actually, it wasn't halfway through. It was like the third word I already screwed up. And I'm like, should I stop this and redo it? And I'm like, we were talking about this right before we started. It's like just realness is just, yes. I, it's just all I do. I'm like, I don't care because everybody makes, everyone screws things up. and Absolutely. People... I always stuff up people's bio and it's yeah. always their name. It's always their name. <laughs> but I think people get so caught up in comparing themselves, right? And then Absolutely. they get stuck in this whole sense of like not like perfectionism, right? And then they do nothing. So I like to just show people that, man, I fuck shit up That's all fine. the time. So. At least you got my name right. So I'm happy. <laughs> That's the most important thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love it. Jess, I'm so fired up um, to chat to you and for all the listeners to hear your story. Um, do you want to kick us off? Where where did everything start for you after school? How did you find yourself in a nursing career? Why did you leave it to doing what you're doing now? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the story, I guess it's a big story. Um, I shared a bit of it with you um, a week ago. Um, but, yeah, where it all began, I guess I... Oh gosh, there's no nurses in my family. That's for sure. Um, I don't think really anyone's gone to university in my family. Um, but where it all began was so yeah I didn't really I fell into nursing I fell into nursing at 18 pretty much um I basically grew up in western Sydney um and if anyone's been to western Sydney it's a little bit different um definitely definitely a bit of a rough area and it was more so back in the day um but basically um, I grew up around like housing commission areas, so government funding areas, um, grew up in somewhat of like a rough area. Um, and basically I was kind of born into a, a drug family, nothing too crazy, no heroin or shoot ups or like gunfights or anything like that. But I was, um, exposed to that, um, when I was, when I was a child. Um, and that was like the life that I kind of knew. Um, my parents, they, 
they just worked a normal normal jobs um nothing nothing major nothing full full on and successful um but pretty low income earning home and i went to um i guess i went to went to schools and there were okay schools um for the area um but my education was pretty poor growing up um and then my parents separated when i was 13 and that took a massive a massive hit on my my life and um my life really changed at the age of 13 i um my i guess my parents separating like my my mom was left with nothing so my dad left her bankrupt with two children and she was a stay-at-home mom for majority of yeah, of our lives. She had only worked probably maybe a year. So my mom didn't have any education behind her, no career, no nothing. And then she was basically just left with these two girls in another state uh, by herself and with no family support, no nothing. And that really changed like me, my mom and my sister's lives. And for the better, and we realized that years and years later, but at the time that kind of sent me spiraling out of control. So I because I had changed school so many times, I um, basically just fell into toxic circles of friends. As you know, being in high school, you're trying to fit in and you're in a new school. And it was like the first year of high school, didn't know anybody. Um, I was just a new kid. Um, and I guess because I was raised around drugs, that was kind of like the life I had only like ever known. Um, so I ended up hanging around toxic cir- circles of friends and toxic people and a lot older people. And one thing led to another, I was wagging school, taking drugs, um, drinking and doing all of those things. And I dropped out of high school at 15 and because I didn't understand what they were teaching and I just spiraled out of control. Uh, and then yeah, moved to Sydney when I was 15, actually, <laughs> all by myself, moved to, moved to Sydney and decided to be an adult. Um, although I don't know how you can be an adult at 15. Cause that's just like, <laughs> I think 27, I don't know how to be an adult. <laughs> I think about it now. And I'm like my little, I have a little 13 year old sister and I'm just like, holy hell. I'm just like, don't you leave your house. Mm. <laughs> it's crazy um and yeah I moved to Sydney when I was 15 um and then yeah didn't really find my feet till I was 18 to be honest um I really didn't think that I had any purpose in life any calling no idea about goal setting no idea about anything at all like I had no clue what the hell I was going to do with my life like or even the opportunities that were there for me um but I fell into nursing at 18 um and purely because it was pain I think it was like $19 an hour and Subway was paying me 12. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't even because I wanted to be a nurse. Like I actually had no idea what a nurse did. I was so like, I had no idea, no idea. Um, And I fell into nursing and then that literally like changed my life. Absolutely. So, so then you did this for seven years, right? So then at what point, where did you kind of get into the whole business world and realizing that you want to be your own boss and how did you even realize what you wanted to do? Oh my gosh. Well, it took a while. To be honest, um, I actually thought I was going to be a nurse unit manager. Um, that was what I loved. I loved nursing so much. I worked in, I've worked across so many different specialties, but basic specialized in anesthetic nursing. Um, and I went to university. 
um, to finish um, my uni study so that I could be paid more and obviously get like a manager role because I thought I was going to be a nurse unit manager and run wards and do all those amazing things and build my way up, I guess, the ladder of being a, a nurse. Um, and I was at uni um, and I just, my head wasn't in it. I was in fitness at the time and I was bodybuilding and I wanted to pursue a career in fitness, but I just had no idea where to start because nursing was all I had ever known. And um, it was around actually the same time when I was at uni, F45 had hit Australia. So it was 2015 and um, F45 hit Australia and I knew that it was going to be a success. Don't ask me how I knew. I just knew it was going to be a massive success in Australia, but I didn't have any money. And at the time, I think they were only franchising it for so cheap. I think it was either 25 or 30,000. Like it was like nothing when it first came to Australia. And now it's like, oh, I don't know what it is now, but it's, it's in the hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so cheap. And I remember like, I remember just seeing it come to Australia. I'm like, this is going to be huge. I'd never been to one before. I'm like, but this is going to be huge. So I got the business plan for it. And I basically had no idea how to read it. And I took it to my best friend at the time. And he was like my brother. And like, he was financially well off. I was like, will you invest with me? He's like, you haven't got any money. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, yeah, but I can run it. (laughs) And he like looked at me. He's like, do you even understand what this means? Like, and he's quite business minded. So he's like, do you even understand what this business plan means? And I was like, no, but you can teach me. And he's like, he's like, do you even know what profit or revenue means? Like, do you know anything about that? Cause in nursing, you don't get taught business mm. at all. Um, and I was like, no. And he's like, I'm not investing into something that you have no idea about. And I was like, okay, cool. So I went to the banks <laughs> <laughs> and the banks even turned me away and they said that it's pointless. It's a, it's too risky and you shouldn't invest into this because you don't know if it's going to be successful. Anyways, look at F45 now mm. guys. So like, <laughs> far out um and i guess that was like my first taste of wanting to know business but not really knowing where to start um i always like had something in me that wanted more out of life but i honestly didn't know i didn't know i just had this feeling in me that there was more to learn that may not be nursing so when i moved to I moved to Sydney um, in 2017. So two years later, I moved back to Sydney for my family. Um, And I just reached breaking point in nursing. I was in a hospital with really bad culture. Um, It was really, really toxic. And I just had to have like the conversation with myself, like, is this what you want to do? And I ended up leaving nursing and I got a job in a supplement store. And that was like my first taste of like business. I went from straight from just being a nurse to managing a supplement store in retail, having to learn sales, having to learn like systems and like processes and manage staff. Like, oh my gosh, it was such a big learning experience. But from there, it's kind of just all like tumbled. I went into supplement distribution and then I went, um, was hired by UFC gym as a fitness manager and opened up one of their gyms here in Sydney um, and coached some of the coaches there. That in itself was phenomenal. Um, I had never, and, um, yeah, that was phenomenal. Like I hadn't even been a P before, but I had somewhat of a messy online business. Um, 
And then from there, it's just kind of grown and grown and here I am now. I freaking love it. What, what does it mean to build a social media brand and how does someone even go about like, what is this whole thing? Yeah. Yeah. What's interesting you say, um, when I first started Instagram, I started in 2012. So kind of not long after that, it was actually innovated. And for me, like I actually just started, started it to share my journey and share my fitness journey. Um, and to make my fit friends because um, I didn't really have any friends in the fitness space at all. My friends definitely didn't go to the gym and the gym and nursing like completely changed my life. So I just started by sharing my, my personal story on Instagram. I ended up um, competing in bodybuilding competitions and I just shared this journey and people just tagged along for it. Um, and that's how I grew my page. And over the years, I've just had so many opportunities to work with amazing sponsors and to work at, you know, the fitness, pardon me, the fitness expos um, and be a part of like just really amazing things. I've just always shared my journey and just promoted other people's businesses and stuff. And really, I didn't really start to build a brand until about just over 18 months ago when I realized I had to take my fitness business a little bit more seriously. Um, I had an online fitness business, but it was kind of just really messy. I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea about branding or marketing or advertising. Like I really had no idea. I just had this social media platform and I saw so many girls making money from it. So I thought I would try and give it a go, but it had no systems. Um, And over the last 18 months, I've just been like, so consistent with it. Uh, And I ended up doing this mentorship where I ended up learning about marketing and advertising and sales funnels and sales and copywriting and really how to speak to people and build a profitable online business. And it opened up my eyes to so much. I was like, what the hell have I been doing for the last like two years? No wonder why I'm not making any money. I don't even know anything about an online business or running a coaching business. So over the last, yeah, like uh, 18 months to two years, I ended up building a really successful fitness business and transformed my Instagram from just this fitness girl um, that was just like, I wasn't selling anything through it. I was just this fitness girl that people knew that was, that was it. I was just Jessica Vera on Instagram and with this following that actually didn't make any money. Mm. Um, and then I, once I, I learned like the power of social media, but I also learned how to actually speak to my ideal client, how to turn followers into customers. That's when like everything shifted for me on social media. Um, and I started looking at it as a business, not as, I guess, an influencer. I looked at it as a profitable business. Um, and from there, it's just grown. Uh, it's just grown so so much. And I guess the more I keep diving into Instagram and understanding how it, how it works, its features, like you can really run a powerful business through Instagram um, and profit from it. And even coming from someone that did paid advertising at one point last year, like Instagram is just so powerful. Hmm. So, so how, so for, for the person sitting here thinking, I want to start growing a brand and making yeah. money. Yeah. Where's the first thing they should kind of think about when thinking, how do I, 
how do I start building a personal brand? Yeah. I think it's just getting really clear on who you serve. Like what is your brand's voice? Like who are you in your business? How, and you got to look at like your niche. So for me, it was fitness, but then obviously it's going into business mentoring now, but it's like, how can you separate yourself from what everybody else is doing? Because you don't want to want to make yourself look like everyone else on social media. You need, I'm really big on using your personality and using your personal story as your brand, because there are so many people on social media that are lookalikes. They all look the same. They all do the same thing. They all talk the same and it's the same like copy paste captions. But when you can really make yourself stand out and use your personality, be who you are, be authentic and be real doing so, that is when you can build a, a powerful brand. But also, how do you separate yourself from them? Like, what is your unique selling proposition? Um, how are you branding like your colors in, as a part of your business? Like, what are your what are your colors? Um, how do you want people to perceive you on social media? Like, how are you showing up? How are you talking? How are you writing your captions? And I think just really getting clear on who your ideal client is. Um, which is, I think a lot of people don't really understand who they're speaking to. And that's why there is, I guess, I, I think that's why like people kind of have success on there and people were like influence, not really making impact, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I, I kind of get that as well. Cause obviously like in our, my industry as well with network marketing, you see so many people, um, like posting product or they do this or they that. And it's like, it's like, it is a copy, copy and other people kind of thing. Yeah. How, how does somebody, how do you identify who your target uh, mm. audience is and your niche and yeah. all of this? Yeah. And that's, I guess that's the big part. Like, and it, it's crazy. Cause when I first learned all this, like such foreign language, I was like, what the hell? What is your like, what is a niche? Like, what is your target market? Like, don't you just, everyone but you don't really the problem with serving everyone is that you run the risk of being in huge misalignment in your business like you need to know who you serve because at the end of the day we can't serve everyone and not everyone's going to be a good fit for us um so promoting to your ideal client is essential to grow your business and to make sure that you are in alignment with the people that you're serving but to identify your ideal client you want to know basically like what their age is what their hobbies are, what their career is, you know, are they in a relationship, single, is it a male, is it a female, Um, you know, what are they doing in their spare time and then going deeper into that, like once you understand like kind of who, um, so let's just say, for example, single women from the ages of 20 to 24, okay, Um, that is a good age but then you could break it up and you could go uh, women from age 25 to 32 because a 20 year old isn't going to think the same as a 30 year old or as a, as a, yeah, as a 26 year old or 28 year old, completely different wants, completely different problems, completely different uh, stage in their life, awareness, development, completely different spectrums of life. So what I do with my clients is we break, we really get specific. Okay. What is the age group that you want to target? Who is this person? What do they do with their life? Are they busy mums? 
Are they working in corporate? Are they burnt out? Do they have no time? Like we really dive deep into like, who is this person that we want to serve? What, what are they, what are their desires? What do they want? Then we go into like, what problems does, does this person face every single day? And how can my clients or how can I empathize to that person in order to help them? And then how can we provide the solution to that, to that ideal client? And that's why it's so important to know like who your ideal client is, is because like you literally can't create a client pathway. You can't create a program. You can't do sales calls and you sure as hell cannot create content for your ideal client because you don't actually know who you're speaking to. Right. So, so really kind of like reverse engineering it all and then, and then speaking to that person. Yeah. Does your ideal client have to be the same age as you? No, absolutely not. No, no, no. How do you find, how do you find like, what would be the best? Like, like, (laughs) Mm. I think you, you got to think of a lot of things, I guess. Um, at the moment for me, like I've got clients right from the age of 21 all the way up into like mid thirties. Um, but I qualify them based on what their goals are, um, like how passionate they are about their business. Um, if I think that they are hardworking or if they are dedicated to their business, um, obviously finances comes into a big thing as well. Um, it is, it is hard to qualify a client um, and to put them in an age bracket. I think when I have my fitness business, I was quite specific um, now. So it's more so along like, do you want to build, build a powerful business? Yes or no? Like, and are you willing to do the work? Mm. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just so it's finding like the attitude. So, yeah. so making a huge list of the exact kind of person that you want to be speaking to reverse engineering like what would be their problem and how do you speak to that yeah problem for them yeah yeah, yeah. and it doesn't uh, sometimes it doesn't even need to be pain like pain points and problems like it can also be pleasure so like um it you know you don't always have to focus on the bad you can focus on the positive yeah i love it mm. um so you were talking about like so when 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 you're trying to find your point of difference, I guess, and, and be different, like how, how can someone start using their uniqueness to like, how how do you separate yourself from the rest? You were saying things like the way you're talking, sharing your story, which like one, one thing for me, I, uh, I've noticed along the way that I need to keep reminding myself to do is as my journey increases, I keep sharing what I'm just doing in my life right now, which it's kind of, become somewhat unrelatable now Mm. to my ideal person and Mm. so i need to keep remembering to share my story like so i'm actually sharing my story when i'm sharing hey we just jumped out of a helicopter on the weekend (laughs) and took it to a freaking alpaca farm (laughs) and share like my story about like you know five years ago my birthday was not like this you know what i mean and and, right so that's kind of how i do it but how how do you kind of um share the the point of difference i guess yeah. Um, I think with, with personal story, it's just, we can't, I think as professionals or as business owners, we do, we, we sometimes forget that, um, you know, that we do have a journey. There is a story behind where, how we got to where we are right now. And it's, 
our the people that are following us on social media like they sometimes they don't necessarily know our story and we forget that they haven't been along the journey the entire way like i actually have some followers from when i first started in 2012 still to this day and it's crazy um but there are a lot of people that don't know my story and sometimes we get so caught up in being the professional and being the business owner that we forget to share that part of our personal story because people want to know that we're human beings and people want to know that we aren't robots um and that we there to tell because no one has overnight success, maybe like the 1%, but no one has no overnight success. And there is always a story that we can paint and show people. And I actually, um, I did an uh, IG live about this this morning and I shared it on my page um, because someone new started following, following me and I always reach out to new followers and just connect and say like, Hey, how's it going? Nice to meet you. Um, and um, he had followed me and I sent him a message and he ignored me. And then I shared a story about me and my sister uh, the other day and he messaged me apologizing, saying, I'm so sorry, but I had judged you and I criticized you. And then I saw you post about your story and I was like, oh my gosh, she's like, she's not this stuck up social media influencer, business girl, like, you know, Barbie doll, whatever. Mm. you know, she's just not, she's not that she's actually been through a lot. And that's why it's so important to share a journey is because we, we post as like business owners and stuff, we post our highlights, we're posting educational content, we're motivating people, we're trying to inspire people to take action and all the rest. And I put a lot of education out there, but I also have a story. And like what my, what my life is like now hasn't always been like that. So I think it's really important to show people to encourage people and just to show people a personal side of us that where we can empathize to people because believe it or not a lot of people um, actually resonate Um, and I've had a lot of people resonate to my story even clients that I hadn't actually shared my story with and then put something on Instagram or they they listen to my speech or whatever it is or a podcast and they're like oh my gosh Jess I actually never knew she's like I actually have the same life So it's so important to share that personal story. And that's why, you know, building a personal brand is really just being yourself and sharing that part of your life um, because it connects us with people. Like we are human beings and we like human connection. We like to see that people are real and raw. And social media has gone down that path these days where you can't just be boring and bland. You have to actually be raw and authentic and show people a different side of you uh, because that's what people want. Um, And what was your other question? You asked something else. I forget. <laughs> you want something else? Uh-huh. Oh, um, oh my gosh. It's on the tip of my tongue. It'll come back. It'll, It'll come, come back, back and then I'll answer it. I was just going to say, and, and you just hit the nail on the head as well, like with a personal brand. Like yeah. I, I think you can't go wrong with when you just, like there is so much fakeness on Instagram especially. Yeah. Yeah. And, because people are always looking for, well, like, how do I do this thing? Like, even when I started this podcast, I was looking for, okay, who, who crushes a podcast? How do I learn how to do this? And, mm-hmm. and there wasn't really like a thing out there. It's like, here's how you do the perfect, because you don't do the perfect anything. It's like, you, everyone's making shit up as they go along. Yeah. Everyone's always doing their best they can. Like in life, it's like, yeah. you even look at billionaires that, like Mark Zuckerberg, who's, who's taught Mark Zuckerberg how to create a social media platform? He's just making his shit up as he goes along, right? And who's anyone to be right or wrong? Um, exactly. But you spoke about the personal brand and, and like how I've always kind of done it is just 
just be so real myself. Like I don't edit shit clearly. Like this whole, yeah. this whole podcast has been like, I don't know how it's going to come out, but um, <laughs> it's been crazy. You know, like nothing's ever perfect, but that's my side. Just being like, mm. this is my authenticity. And, mm. but I just brand myself as me, my life. And I, I find like my, my two or three kind of brand pillars. Like what do I stand for? Because yeah. in business, people do business. They don't really care so much about your product. Like, you know, like what you offer, many other people do as well. But why do people come to you? Because they like you. And so often people get caught up in selling their product or their service Mm -hmm. instead of selling them or building themselves up, right? And building that relatability and that that trust. Mm -hmm. Um, That's so funny. We, I I had a guy on my show, Jake Parton, um, absolute freaking legend. (laughs) And as we were doing the episode, he told me, He's like, man, when I was looking on Instagram and blah, 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 a couple of years ago and I came across your Instagram, I started following you and he goes, then I unfollowed you. He's like, cause you just pissed me off. And I was like, oh, right. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, he's like, yeah, because like I was, I was just in a bad place myself and there's so many lessons in this, right? Um, you know, because sometimes people get unfollowed on Instagram, they make a big story about it. I'm not like yeah. blah, 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 but yeah, mate, yeah, you, got, yeah. you got no idea what's going on in their life as well. Yeah, exactly. Right? And, so Jake's telling me, he's like, I was sitting on my couch and I was just depressed and I was just hating my life that you, you had the life I wanted and I hated that. So I unfollowed you. And then the funny thing is he circles back and now he's actually a part of our network marketing company yeah. in another team and now follows me again and we've become a great relationship. I had him on my podcast because now he's soaring and he's crushing success and, and yeah. it was so funny that did that whole turn, but he did the same thing. He, he unfollowed because he's just like, and I yeah. learned from him, I was like, Thanks for telling me that because, uh, you know, when I post mm. things, I think I've actually got people in my head where I'm like, yeah, I hope you see this because you yeah. freaking doubted me five yeah. years ago. You know what I mean? And sometimes I post things out of like, yeah, fuck you, <laughs> yeah. you know, instead of, you know, putting that shit aside and be yeah. like, I want to speak to my ideal client. So yeah. he taught me that huge lesson. Yeah. Relatable. Have yeah. you ever done things like that? Um. <sighs> I wouldn't like, I've never gotten, look, sometimes like when people like come on like my, my social media page and like slam me or yeah, people have unfollowed me a hundred percent. People have unfollowed me and like, that's okay. Because at the end of the day, like I would rather people unfollow me because that just means that I'm not for them. And I just don't think that we can be for everyone. Um, and that's why I'm just so big on just being so authentic on social media so that even if someone was to say anything negative about you or say anything, um, at the end of the day, you know that you're, you're showing up in the most authentic way possible and you're being completely transparent. Um, and you're being true to yourself. Like, I think that that can leave you in a good place. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't think I've like, I've had people unfollow me when I first actually, no, I had people unfollow me when I was doing bikini competitor competing, um, because I just was, I was pushing an image that just wasn't healthy. Um, and I was preaching body empowerment, but I was like slamming my body into the ground. And that actually made a lot of women feel really insecure about themselves. And now like, and it's crazy. I've actually gotten followers back since then because now I'm like, you know, that's just not the life to live. That's not healthy. Like you can't preach body empowerment and like success when you're slamming your, yourself into the ground. 
Um, so I've, I've gotten followers back from that. Um, but, um, yeah, I think people leave you for a reason. Mm. Um, and I, yeah, it can either be for a good or a bad reason. Yeah. I, I like it. I celebrate when people leave me, especially if they let me know. I had someone the other day comment oh, really? on my things and go hashtag unfollow. And I was like, well, hashtag fucking thank you. Like you're, <laughs> you're a miserable person. I don't want you in my life. Like I know like, I'm not, I'm not built. I don't care who's like, it's like, I don't care how many people follow me. I just want like, you know, it's like the, yeah. the bigger your mission gets, the smaller your circle gets. So a hundred percent. That know, is so true. That is so true. I, on that subject, I don't think lately I've been blocking people. I've Ooh. actually blocked a lot of people. I've put a lot of people on mute and purely because, and I'm sure, I'm sure like in the space that you're in as well. And I think a lot of people that grow um, are put in this, in this position and even like my mentors and everything have all gone through this. But when you go grow, th- people have things to say mm. and it can be negative and, you know, I don't know, people are all for their their opinion and they can say whatever they want. But I had actually put a lot of people on mute and I blocked a lot of people and I'm still blocking people. Like I blocked someone yesterday and I will because for me, because I run my business on social media and I put myself out there so much um, and obviously like we have a journey, we have a story. Um, If someone makes me feel triggered or I feel like someone's negative energy um, or because not everyone has good intentions, you know, some people lurk on the side or you might hear something of someone saying something or whatever, because people are negative at the end of the day. Um, but I put people on mute now and I block them and I remove them and I feel good about it because that just means that I have the right people a part of there and not everyone can be a part of my journey. And I think that that's okay um, because I need to protect my energy and I'm sure you're the same where you need to protect your energy, especially when you're running a, a, a successful business and the life that we live. It's so important that our energy is protected um, because I don't know. I listened to this thing once by, have you heard of Angie? Um, what's her name? Angie Lee from the States. Is Angie I Lee? think so. I think I've heard the name. Massive, massive social media person, massive. And there was one thing that she said uh, at the start of the year and I was watching her Instagram live and she said like screw the haters or screw anyone that says anything bad about you or wants to unfollow you or wants to leave, you know, wants to troll on your account or make fake accounts and like troll you and slam you and put you down. She's like, and who cares if family members or anyone says anything bad about you because at the end of the day, you know, as long as you're in alignment with you and you're pursuing what is on your heart and even if you're growing and you're outgrowing, it doesn't matter because, you know, maybe like, you know, that's just their own jealousy that they couldn't show up in the way that you're showing up. And she's like, don't let that stop you from showing up on social media. So that really hit me big time. So now like I just relentlessly show up and I just block the people that I feel like a negative. I love that. Then that's, that's exactly, you know, like everyone in life is just a mirror. Yeah. You know, so what you see, what you like and what you hate in other people. So mm. when I find someone who really triggers me, I kind of sit in it for a bit mm. and I'm like, Hmm, why am I being challenged? Cause there's something about that person that is in me that yeah. I don't like about myself. Really? And, oh my yeah. God. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Everything's a mirror. Everything's yeah. just everything's just showing up, right? And um, but it's also have you ever have you ever been around people who always have a problem with someone? 
Yeah. Right? They've always, yeah. oh, yeah. that person's this, that person's this. Yeah. I start to question, well, is this person here someone I want in my circle? Because you have a problem with everyone. You probably have a problem with me. But it's, yeah. not, it's not personal. That's the thing. Never take anything personal because yeah. every single thing that people are doing, it's just a direct reflection of what's happening inside of them. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, you, exactly. you'll, never meet, you'll never meet someone doing better than you mm. trying to like ruin you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the golden rule. And, and another thing, like what my mentor says, never take advice from broke and unhappy people. Yeah. Because yeah. I know lots of people who are, make more than me, but they're freaking assholes and I don't, I don't want them in my life as well. So, <laughs> you know, and sometimes that's easy to put them on a pedestal and be like, oh, wow, they've created success. Well, they've created success in one area. Mm. income but what about their freaking joy are they do they have a good life do people like them you yeah, know so there's so many things to look at and i mm. yeah I, I guess i just handle it like that if haters and shit like that, i'm like man i just want to give that person a hug yeah <laughs> they got definitely. shit going on definitely definitely <laughs> definitely i know um, i totally agree i totally agree yeah your your big thing um the whole turning your followers into customers, right? Yeah. How is is there like how does that happen, right? Because you're building this epic brand, you're talking yeah. to your people, you're doing all this. Yeah. Are you talking about like call to actions? Are you just spamming people's DMs or <laughs> or what? No, no, no. So like the way that I've looked at it is like, cause I did paid, I did paid advertising. So paid advertising is like its own world, like through Facebook. It's like it's such a different world that like is so foreign. Like you really have to go and like you like even going to a university degree, you won't learn it. You have to really go to the experts that actually understand how to do Facebook advertising. So when I learned all of that, you learn um, essentially like what a sales funnel is. Um, and um, you go, you learn basically that process of how to, um, generate leads, how to bring people, how to opt in people. Um, I don't know if you know Russell Bronson, mm-hmm. um, who has click funnels. So genius, absolute genius. Like what he's created is phenomenal. And I learned click funnel, how to use click funnels, how to do, um, all different types set up all different types of funnels. Um, which if you set up a really good funnel funnel, it has a high conversion rate from turning, um, leads into customers. Um, so I took a lot of the paid marketing space and I applied it to Instagram. So I look at Instagram as a sales funnel. It is a funnel just like how um, you have click funnels. And I look at it like that. So when someone clicks follow, they're opting into you. They're opting Mm -hmm. into your services. They're not just following you for the sake of it. They're following you because they want to get to know you. They found an interest in you they've either found you through hashtags they might have found you on the explore page maybe suggested friends maybe you were tagged maybe someone shared your shared your post however they've landed on your page at the moment that they click follow they are a lead now if you've built an instagram page for your ideal client then there is a high chance that that person that follows you is an ideal client right um, and you can do that through numerous amounts of ways through like keywords in your captions, um, keywords in your hashtags, keywords in your bio and everything else. Because um, essentially like Instagram's actually become a lot like the paid advertising space. Paid advertising is taking over now and that's why organic reach um, is dying. But you can still build a successful business on Instagram if you understand business. 
Um, but essentially a lot of, a lot of everything's changed algorithms and everything, but when someone follows you, they're a lead. Okay. So then what happens is, is once they become a lead, then you need to build a relationship with that person. So how do you do that? You content market but you don't just post any kind of random photos. You need to content market to your ideal client. So if you're creating content consistently, that is for your ideal client and it's speaking to them, then they're going to build the know, like, and trust factor with you through your, through your posts. And that's why I'm constantly on Instagram stories and I'm constantly posting every day and speaking to my ideal client because when someone follows me, they're going to, they're automatically going to build a relationship with me because my content is for them. So then it becomes somewhat of a, a nurturing sequence. So they're building a relationship with me. They might go and read a few of my posts. Then they might go and watch my Instagram stories and they might sit there for a little while and they might sit, sit, watch, watch, watch. And then like you, all of a sudden you start, you might do that one post and all of a sudden you're, you're, you've got, you're in a conversation with them, but they feel like that they know you and they mm-hmm. trust you. Um, then there's also a way of, you know, how can we get some of those followers, those qualified leads and wh- how can we put them somewhere? So putting them into a Facebook group or putting them into your email list by, you know, having the right, the right link in your bio where you can maybe give someone value and be like, oh yeah, here, I'll sign up for my, um, I've got a free webinar for you on how to get clients. The link is in my bio. People go, they put their email address and you've got them into your emailing sequence. So now you can nurture them, not just on Instagram, but you've got them on Instagram consuming your content. You've got them in your email list where they're getting daily emails from you every single day. And then you funnel them into your Facebook group where you give more value. So even if, let's just say you pitched to a cold follower, there's someone that doesn't really know you, they've just liked you and all of a sudden you pitch to them and you get knocked back. Well, that's okay. They might knock you back, but they're still following you. And if you're marketing right, then the relationship will be built and they may not buy from you straight away. They may not buy from you in one month. You may have a really bad sales call with that person and you're like, oh my gosh, why did I waste my time? But if you've got the right sales funnel in place, your content marketing um, properly and effectively, and you're strategic with your, with your content, and how you're promoting your product and yourself and your services and you have a nurturing sequence in place and you get that person into your sales funnel that's more than just Instagram, then there is a high chance that that person will become a client of yours. Maybe not at the start, but they could in six months or 12 months time. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. You know, and that's, I that right that there, like that's, that's the difference. That's the difference in, in growing a successful business versus just trying to post shit on Instagram, yeah. do booty shots and, yeah. and quotes and all this and, and hoping that people are just going to fall in your inbox and enroll or buy your shit, right? It doesn't work anymore. Vanity does metrics does not work. Yeah. FYI to anyone that is actually listening to this today, I actually built my social media page with my clothes on, like legit <laughs> with my clothes on. Like I, I like, I think there's maybe like a couple of photos where I've been like in a bikini or something like that, but 
I actually built it with my freaking clothes on. It is possible to build a social media following with your clothes on. If you're giving value, you have to give value and educate and come from a place of serving others. You're not serving other people with your ass in their face. <laughs> unless, unless you're funneling people to your OnlyFans account. That's oh my God. Hey, business is business. <laughs> That is true. That is true. That is true. Because value could be the booty shots. Like let's let's actually look at this. The value could be your booty shots. The the value, right? And then get onto your OnlyFans. Yeah, (laughs) I I don't really think that there is um not endorsing that. I I definitely don't (laughs) think that there is a um customer lifetime success with that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. business. I'm pretty sure that you you become outdated in that one. Yeah, let's just. (laughs) Not knocking it, like business, business income is income. Um, just, just look for another income uh, revenue as well, uh, avenue for just in- multiple income streams. That's all I'm saying, multiple, yeah, income, multiple streams income streams. In case if, uh, yeah, we're gonna end that. <laughs> Jess, this has been this has been so freaking epic. Where where can everybody go and become one of your followers and and follow along your journey and be a part of everything you do? Um, yeah, so just on Instagram is the best place. So it's just Jessica, J-E-S-S-I-C-A, full stop, V-E-R-A, V-I-E-R-A-A, and then two underscores. Um, that's about it. That's basically where I hang out. That's where I hang out. Yeah. I love it. So <laughs> lovely. Um, to wrap this up, I'm going to ask yeah. you one last question. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. If you were to go back in time to your 18-year-old self yeah. and give her 30 seconds of advice, what would it be? Oh my gosh. 30 seconds, 30 seconds of advice. I would probably say you're on the right path. Just keep following the path and all will be okay. And you have nothing to stress about over the next 10 years of your life. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Guys, if you know anyone else who is as passionate for life as they are successful, then please send them my way. I'd absolutely love to have them on the show. As Zig Ziglar says, if you help enough people get what they want in life, you'll have everything you want. So that's why each month I'm choosing one lucky person who has left a review to have a free private 30-minute coaching call with me. So guys, if you got some value or inspiration from this, it goes such a long way. If you can just take 10 seconds and leave a five-star review and you'll go in the draw to win the call. And if you could share this with a friend, I would be forever grateful. Until next time, guys, I've got your back. Go out and dream out loud.